Well, good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongakadu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of November 13th, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday the 13th. Hope you're watching some Jason movies or Bay of Blood. And Gray. What's happening, dudes? Happy Spooky Fridays. Yeah, every Friday is a spooky Friday at this point. That's You're not wrong. That's very true. I'm still in my horror movies. <laughs> How have we been? What you guys been listening to? Let's start with you, Gray. Let's see. I haven't been listening to too much as of late. Uh, mostly more Dice, Rampage, uh, and Adashi. I think those are like the three big ones. But yeah, mostly just boy groups and stuff. And did check out next week's mc which i'm eager to talk more about but that'll be next week but nothing too crazy just being hanging in there and hanging on what have you been listening to luna so i've mainly been listening to arashi just because i've been in the mood for them with their this arashi album coming out uh, that just came out actually i've also been listening to a future mc which you will hear about next week i also went back to a vocalist who she's not in the japanese music market anymore her name is yuna and i went back to her older stuff and i forgot how much i love her and she's fantastic just her password 486 is an amazing track and and she did hoki boshi in japan and that's still one of my favorites of hers also been listening to edu as she dropped her latest ep and went back to Kodokumi. She has an upcoming release. Also is listening to Michi, who I haven't listened to for a little while. And I still love all her music. And just been kind of random lately who I've been listening to. I also discovered Sonomi. And I love her music. I don't think she does anything currently. But she's a great song with Kreva and freaking love Kreva. Anything with him in it, fantastic. So that that's the latest stuff I've been listening to. Maybe mainly jam into older music. What about you, Ken? Uh, so I too has been listening to Odyssey mostly because of the album and kind of looking forward to that. And besides that, I've been listening to Mflow, a lot of their, their loves compilations. So I've been kind of going back to them. After that, I was listening to Dalco, mostly because I've been really missing Bang and Daisuke. And just a little bit of everything, to be perfectly honest. After Odyssey, I was listening to some Nishinokana, because I haven't listened to her in a long time. And then I've also listened to Kiyakizaka 46, because Sakurazaka 46 just dropped their new music video for their debut. So I was like listening to that. And I was listening to Beverly and Pandora, Be the One, mostly because that's probably one of my favorite songs in Rider for a while, after a long time. Then, after that, not too much. A little bit of Ditsy Sunfist after that, because their new EP has been kind of boggling my mind every so often. After that, not too much. Got, got Layark. That's because I've been playing that on uh, good old Rocksmith, because 
they've been doing the huge modding community for that but with that let's continue on up to the news here and first off it is the lovely voice actors turned vocalist Miku Ito divulged more information about her brand new album titled Rhythmic Flower on December 23rd this will be her latest album since Pop Skip back in July of last year and will be her third album overall. Released with 11 tracks total and will include previously released singles Plunder, Hello New Pink, and Koko no Hikari Lonely Dog. Released with two editions, which you can check out more information about that on our site, including the music video for Koko no Hikari Lonely Dark on our site as well. And continuing on up to the lovely heavy metal band Love Blights announced that they will be releasing a brand new track entitled The Winds of Transylvania and this will be the first track to be actually featured in the anime uh, I believe the anime is going to be called Vad Love which is also a vampire anime so I mean I guess it kind of goes into that they were actually chosen by the anime production scene team to who were seeking a band that could capture the concept of the fierce vampiric nature of the series and a lot of the vocalists of the anime was really looking forward to listening to this song unfortunately there are no news for an official release at this time but you can check out more information about this on our site including the preview for vad love on our site as well and then we've talked about bucktick a bunch of times previously but this is the first time that it's going to be released internationally the album abracadabra which we talked about a little while back it released i believe last month in japan but it will be available internationally on november 20th via london jpu records we have a lovely lovely working relationship with this record company so go and go and support them they'll actually have both editions of it which was really difficult to find through cd japan i really wanted the cassette version but now the cassette version is made available via JPU Records. You can check out more information about this on our site, including all the pre-order links for the cassette and physical CD edition on our site as well. And once again, we're talking about the lovely mannequin duo group Femme as they released the music video for their track Level Up featuring Duke of Harajuku. It's very interesting, this little file of work because they've been kind of doing this whole world building inside their music videos and it kind of just took a level up <laughs> pun there on everything they've been doing the last couple of works here you guys should check this out it's an amazing music video i watched it already and it's going to be a part of the 404 not found ep that they'll be releasing fairly shortly so be sure to go check it out on our site all right, so next up is Popular Duo and Music Corner alum Maruito Oriuga have released their latest music video for Mezame, which is the lead track for their third mini album, Aratame Mashite, which had come out on October 21st. Mezame was actually composed by Marui herself and depicts a girl falling in love or swaying in love. And you can check out that music video on our site along with the two editions that their latest mini album came in. And continuing on up to lovely three-member rock band Wanima released the snippet of their music video for their tr- both their tracks, Life and 
Cheddar Flavor on their YouTube channel. Originally part of the mini album titled Cheddar Flavor. That was a surprise release back in September. Both tracks kind of crank all the energy to 11 and with their unique flair. If you guys want more information about this, go check out our site and be sure to check out the snippet for the music video as well. It is a site to be listened to. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about rock band Sumika. As they've announced, they're going to be dropping a collection of their music videos titled Music Video Tree Volume 3. It's set to be released on December 9th. This is obviously a follow-up work for their previous releases, Music Video Tree Volume 1 and Music Video Tree Volume 2. It's going to be released in two editions total and will feature a bevy of songs such as Equal, Traveling, Nagai, Higher Ground, and Zekyo Serenade. So if you are a Sumika fan, definitely check this out. We have the full track listing in the in the article at the bottom of the page. And we also have their music video for their song, uh, Zekyo Serenade, if you want to check that out. All right, so next up is popular girl group and industry staple speed are celebrating their 25th anniversary with a special box set titled speed music box all the memories this will be released on january 13 2021 and we do have a little bit of information on speed for those of you who are not familiar with them they debuted in 1996 with their single body and soul they have earned many many awards over the years and they have disbanded and got back together many times in the throughout the 2000s. And many of the members have also re- had a good solo career as well. So on their official website, they posted a teaser with the tagline 25th anniversary special release. And on October 13th, they did release that trailer hinting at a box set. And then they revealed a lot more about it which includes eight cds and this was a huge collaboration so this is a big deal of all these record labels collaborating such as toys factory avix tracks and rising production all gathering pretty much all their works into one special set and it will also include one unreleased song called affection so this is in my opinion if you were a huge fan and even if you already own all their stuff you want this set it's not only just eight cds it also includes a blu-ray two blu-ray audios and it is a limited edition only so once it's gone it's gone and that blu-ray actually holds their final summer dream stage in shiba medin stadium from 1999 and it also has a couple other features on there as well So to commemorate this release, they also opened a special website that includes messages from all of Speed's fans. And you can check out all that on our site. You can check out the special trailer. And the track listing has been revealed for everything. I highly recommend giving it a look at. And it's a decent price. It's around $200. But for everything you get in this release, it's worth it. I mean, you have their whole collection right here. So I'm a huge fan of them. I love them. They are they have done so much in the industry and you can see the influence they've had on many other groups. So definitely check them out. 
And continuing on up to the lovely four-member rock band The Pinballs announced that they'll be releasing a brand new album, Millions of Oblivion, on December 16th. This will be the latest album done by the group since Telki no Rokusu back in November of 2018 and will be their second major label album overall. Going off the theme of life and death, the album will release of 10 tracks total and will include recently released tracks Broadway and Needle Note. It'll drop with three editions, which you can check out all the information about that on our site, including the pre-order links for Millions of Oblivions and the music video for their latest track, Broadway, on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about Rock Band Fla, as they've announced they're going to be dropping their 35th single titled Shinsekai, which is set to be released on January 13th. Uh, the new song is being used for the as the opening theme for the upcoming card battle anime Shadowverse. And according to the band, uh, they thought that it would be possible to combine the original game worldview and the majesty of card design, as well as the feeling of opening and excitement as an OP. So they layered a classical choir on top of it. So definitely check this out. It's going to be released in two editions total. And the trailer for the upcoming Shadowverse anime does feature uh, Shin Sekai in it. So definitely, if you listen in the background, you can hear it. And it sounds pretty interesting from what I've heard. So I can't wait for this one to drop and definitely check it out. All right. Next up is a favorite of mine. And she is also a Music Corner alum is R&B singer-songwriter Kira. She has released her latest digital single, Go to Hell, on all digital streaming platforms on the 29th of October. Those of you who don't know, it is her fourth and latest digital single. It is a... It's like a ballad track. I highly recommend checking it out. The music video is on our site. It is directed by Issei, who has also done several of Kira's other videos, such as Love and You, Don't Text Me, and Bye Bye Boy. And check it out on any digital platform. And continuing on up to the four-member visual K-Rock band, Arlequin announced that they'll be releasing both a best-of album and music video compilation in February of next year of 2021. This will be the latest album done by the band since The Laughing Man back in August and will be quote-unquote produced by the fans. It's very extensive how they're doing this, so... I would prefer you guys check the site and all the information is there, but they're doing not only the track listing, they're doing the track order and the jacket cover. So the, the cover for the album, they're doing kind of all out of what is going to be on this best of. And it's by the fans and for the fans kind of thing. And you can also use the, the hashtag Arlequin best of album Osukuro. So, like, let's make the Arlequin Best album. And they'll kind of do all the things for that. It's going to be run throughout this month and a little bit of December. So be sure to go check out all the information on our site because it's very complex on how they're doing it, to say the least. Yeah, that sounds pretty wild, but really cool, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's giving the powers to the fans. If I mean, if you're kind of, I don't want to say small, but... If you want to give power for your fans, you want to do that for them at least to help them bring them up, yeah. so to speak. Well, also, it'll help engender that relationship the band has with their audience and their fans. So, yes, uh, that's, that's right.
But moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about a band that's near and dear to my heart, AAA, as they've announced they're going to be dropping a brand new remix album titled AAA Mix CD, set to be released on December the 9th. This is the, even though they're on hiatus, uh, they have managed to put together and come out with this interesting compilation of tracks. There's no new tracks for this release. They're all old tracks, but they run the gambit. They've been, it's, they have songs from their early career to their late career and everything in between. It's going to be a total of 18 tracks total, and it's going to be released in two editions. We have the full track listing posted in the article, along with the pre-order links. It is set to come out on December 9th, and uh, I am really looking forward to this. I'm, I want to hear some of these remixes. They sound pretty exciting. Yeah, that's for Dungeon. Actually, kind of going through their discography again, it would be kind of good to kind of hear a remix version of a lot of their popular tracks. Yeah, that, that, that's how I felt. I was like, because some of the ones on here, I'm like, oh man, the, uh, they're ones that we talked about when we did our artist spotlight. So to go back and re-listen to them, I think would be really good. So I, I, I'm excited. I can't wait. And continuing on up to vocalist Seichi Yamamoto announced that he'll be releasing a brand new album called Sophie on November 18th. So pretty soon next week. This comes off the heels of the release of his latest digital album, Windmill, and will be his first album since Uta five years prior. The famed producer Satoshi Yoshioka will be ham- handling the rhythmic track for this release, with Yamamoto not doing the guitar and vocalist himself. It'll come with nine tracks total and will include the digital single Windmill and Flare. You can check out more information about that on our site, including the music video for Windmill on our site as well. And then continuing on up to the five-member up-and-coming Visual K rock band, Zanvilla continues to break onto the scene with their upcoming single, Xanadu, that will release on December 16th. Xanadu will have a very catchy rhythm with vigorous guitarists and high-power vocals that will captivate the many fans. This this energetic single comes with a CD-only standard edition and come with two tracks only. You can check out more information about this on our site, including the music video for Xanadu on our site as well. All right, so next up is pop singer, songwriter, and fashion designer. Media Kato has revealed detailed information on her upcoming album that will be released on November 25th. The title was revealed to be Covers, Man and Woman, and will be her first cover album. It will also be two discs with a total of 15 tracks and include songs by popular artists such as Sheena Ringo, Kota Kumi, Utada Hikaru, Amuro Nami, Aoyama Teruma, Red Wimps, Coco, Nakashima Mika, and many, many more. This release comes a month after her tribute album titled Inspire that was dedicated to her. It will be released in two editions, a limited and a standard. And the DVD with the limited will have a special acoustic session. More bonus details will be announced at a later date. You can check out pre-order links. Her latest track, Wing, cover art, and full track listing on our site. All right, next up, popular vocalist and icon May J is commemorating her 15th anniversary with a new best album titled May J W Best 2 Original and Covers. 
It will be released on January 1st, 2021. So this album marks the beginning of her 15th anniversary in the industry. And it begins where her last album, her last best album, May J W Best Originals and Covers left off in 2015. So the, the first single it will start with is Faith, which was used for the popular anime and game God Eater 2. And she's also done several other popular ones Futari no Maho used for Gundam G and Gundam Recognista and G I can never say that and includes many other famous tracks we have the track listing on our site as well as the editions and pre-order link so it will come in three editions a two CD plus four DVD a two CD plus two DVD in a two CD standard unfortunately the limited limited edition is sold out. I mean, sold out. I am super upset. Apparently, no one got really a lot of copies. Just FYI, Amazon Japan has it, but only if you live in Japan, you can pre-order. So I am, like, super upset. However, if you are not familiar with Meiji, check out her previous Best Album, and this is also a good starting point. We also have her latest cover song, which was M, on our site as well. And then continuing on up to singer-slash-songwriter Jun Shibata announced that she will be releasing a brand new album titled Hachitsu no Hanaga Hikaru Toki on December 23rd. This will be the latest album done by her since Brinnacle back in October of 2018 and will be her 13th album overall. Akihito Matsuura and Toshiyuki Mori who have sub- Shibata and her previous activities will be handling the arrangement and it will come with 10 tracks total. It will release with two editions and you can check out all the information about that on our site including the pre-order links as well. Alright, next up is a favorite of mine. Pop singer-songwriter Kodokumi released the latest teaser trailer for her new track Run. Run will be included in her upcoming releases of Angel plus Monster. My name is... And will be a, that will be available on December 2nd. It is showcased to be a powerful ballad. And you can check out that teaser trailer on our site along with order links for her latest mini albums. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about boy group The Rampage from Exile Tribe as they've announced that they're going to be dropping a brand new single titled My Prayer, which is due out on December 9th. And this is right after the release of their hot hit single Fierce, which just came out. And My Prayer will be the fourth single that will be released this year. My Prayer is already on digital platforms like Apple Music, and let's just say you'll be hearing more about it from me soon. Uh, But My Prayer is being released in two editions, and we have the details on our site, as well as their last single, Fierce, which you can definitely check out there as well. And continuing on up to the three-member rock band Humbritters announced that they will be releasing a brand new single titled Colors on January 20th, 2021. Announced during their talk and live acoustic show that took place earlier in the month, this will be the latest release done by the band since Useless Machine back in February. While Colors will be the band's first major label single, not much is known at the time of reporting. Except that it will only release with three tracks total and come with a CD Older Standard Edition. 
As we look forward to more information about the single, be sure to check out their latest music video, Lifehouse de Aose, on our site. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about five-member girl idol group, Little Glee Monster, as they've announced that they have partnered with an American-based group called Pentatonics for their upcoming single titled Dear My Friend, which is set to be released on December 16th. Pentatonics is based out of Arlington, Texas, and both groups met in 2014 at an event and started communicating with each other, which led to this collaboration. Uh, Seiji uh, Kameda was in charge of writing the song. It's going to be released in two editions total, and we have all the details on our site, along with the music video for their last single, Ashiato, in the article as well. So next up is JStorm has launched a YouTube channel and is literally bringing a storm of videos. And this is a huge deal. For those of you who do not know, they pretty much relied on physical only copies for years. They never did anything digitally except Odyssey recently launched theirs due to the Olympics. So having JSTORM, which is pretty much a compilation of JSTORM Johnny's Entertainment record and Infinity Records, putting music videos out of their artists on YouTube, such as Johnny's West, Kinky Kids, Heisei Jump, Cartoon, Odyssey, many more. It's a great deal for anyone outside Japan being able to watch these for the first time if they were not able to purchase them. And it's a great way to showcase all the talent of these artists. And currently, they do have several music videos uploaded, which you can check out on our site. And they are continuing to upload more videos by the day. We have their YouTube link, their YouTube page on here. I highly recommend following it. That way you can keep up to date with all the latest music videos they are launching. And not only music videos, they are also uploading concert videos as well. Unfortunately, we would have Music Corner right here, but due to some scheduling conflicts, we weren't able to plan accordingly. <laughs> so be look on the lookout for Music Corner next week. I'm so sorry about that. But in the meantime, let's continue on to the Oricon here. And this week was... It, it was something. <laughs> it wasn't god-awful, but it it was... It was... It, it was something. It was something. <laughs> it definitely was something. I mean... I mean, sales-wise, it did really freaking well, but it was something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but with that, let's continue on to the Oricon at number 10. It is Make You Happy by Need You. Nothing more I can say to... I, at this point, I just want the new Need You song to come on. I, I, I really hate Make You Happy. I've been hearing it for the past two months on TikTok and, and, and Reels, and I just don't want to deal with the song anymore. But this week, it sold that lovely 19,614 14 points. And continuing on up to number nine, it is Neo Sky Neo Map by the Nichi Kasaki Gakuen Idol Group. So this is the other group for the Love Live. This is the third third group and for the third season. And this is part of the, the app game. What do we think about this track? Let's let's go with you, Luna, since you're our resident Love Live person. 
I love it. I mean, I I enjoyed their first track, their debut one, but this one, I think I like this one way better. And it is just a fun, really cheery song. And not only is Neo Neo Sky Neo Map good, but the B side is also fantastic. And I mean, it's a solid knock out of the park win for the single. And I have not watched the anime yet. I am super, super stoked about it because I I love Love Live. And judging, just judging by the music, I think it's going to be a solid season. So far, they've been two for two for me. And that's great. I'm just hoping the show lives up to the momentum of the tracks they've been putting out. Just the vocals have been great. I mean, I think all the girls have done a good job blending with the harmonies. And it's not too cheery, but it's still that happy-go-lucky music that you expect out of a a girls idol group you know trying to save their school so it's what I expect and more just because of them also being able to hit the vocals and do that as well as keeping up the momentum is good I mean you you can't ask for anything better and it's really hard to do a lot of these anime that you think are the same but they're not so I think the season is doing very well and you have no idea how I'm going to look forward to this release. I might end up buying JP Blu-rays if I have money. We'll see. Yeah, I thought this was a really, really good song and probably just one of the highlights of the week was this song. It was very good, very catchy. The girls harmonized really, really well and it it's a little generic, but it does a lot to stand out uh, with a lot of the quality that the girls bring with their harmonization and the and the tune is very very catchy and just a lot of fun to listen to both a and b tracks i thought were really good and uh i am eager to see if they keep this consistency up because our course is all over the place so I'm, I'm hoping they don't follow the our course trap but you never know that just a, that's a time will tell sort of thing but right now, it, it's it's pretty yeah. solid what they have. I mean, they're two for two as of right now, so yeah. Uh, we didn't really cover their album Tokimiki Runners, but apparently that was fairly decent. But you know, yeah, I mean, it's the ending theme song. This is the ending theme song, by the way, for for that season. So I mean, it's a it's a good ending theme song when you think about that, actually. So, but for me personally. Um, I like to touch on a hint of what you said there, Gray. It is fairly generic idol, but the thing is, I considered that it's very interesting as of late because I'm in this crossroad of discerning what is regular idol and what is anime idol because the anime idol does something a little bit different than what regular idols do, <laughs> but that's a whole other genre in and of itself. They relied more on their vocals, and besides one or two members, which is kind of up there in the range, I really liked it, and I can kind of see the generic side. If this if this was considered to regular idol, then yeah, it's fairly generic. But if I were to consider all of, I want to say Love Live and and Idol Masters for that much, this was a fairly decent track. It's, I 
I put the plus sign on this. This was a fairly good one. If I had to give it a ranking, I would give it a two, to be perfectly honest. But Yeah. Well, it, I say generic, but I mean, I still really, really liked it. So it's it's a not a label I really want to throw on it. I just, I don't know a better way to describe it. But by the, by the numbers, so to speak. By the numbers would be another way to put it, yeah. That's but still... For what it is, it's fantastic. It's a really freaking good song. And I, I I, did not hit the plus sign, but the more I think about it, the more I'm considering hitting the plus sign for it. Yeah. Oh, I hit the plus sign on both tracks, and I know exactly what you mean about the anime idol versus regular idol. I love the anime idols, so I know we, we don't have time to really go into that because that's a whole long subject. But it's... For an anime idol track, I love it. It's a little generic, but I recommend everyone checking it out. It's streaming, you know, doesn't hurt to. Yeah, that's for sure. With that, Neo Sky, Neo Map, so they lovely 21,533 points here. And continuing on up to number eight, I Can't Stop Me by Twice. Once again, very, very solid. This time around, I did hit the plus sign for this track. And it was all right. I, I've enjoyed my time with it. Hopefully, unfortunately, this will probably be the last time we see it until it gets a Japanese release, and which it is incoming at this point. I already know that. But I also hit the plus sign, and I've been watching all the dance practice choreographies all week trying to learn to dance. Like, I'm obsessed with this song. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, like reels. I haven't really checked this for this particular track but i'm pretty sure all the tiktoks and reels are trying to do this dance already i can already kind of see it yeah i can too it's in the skies for me there's two dance videos on youtube right now and you don't want to know how many times i've watched and listened to the song and i still love it i probably contributed to half of those numbers on there but yeah with that, it sold a lovely 21,943 points. And going on up to number 7, it is Yorinika Kedu by Yao Sobi. Now, this is very interesting. With Yao Sobi, they are in this situation where Lisa was at. To the point that their next release better hit it out of the park. Unf- which is going to be sad because if not, everyone's going to be comparing it to, y- to Yorinika Kedu. I-, I agree because... This song has been on here for so long. It it really is like Lisa. Can they top it? I mean, I think Lisa topped hers with Homuda, but now Yasobi also is standing out there, and I'm sure they're feeling all the pressure of n- thinking, can we have a better track than this? Are we able to make a better track than this? Well, to to add to that too, you have to keep in mind that Lisa has been an, an industry staple for many many years now, and she. Like, we're seeing the peak of her popularity, but she's been building a fan base for years. Oh, yeah. Now, y'all, Sobe, oh, yeah. they came out of nowhere. They so, did, so they, they have they more had, pressure on them. They had their own fans because they're probably from Nico Nico, and they come from that part of the community. But the fact of their popularity boom to the modern to, age. To where it's at, yeah. To the modern age or to the, the Commodore, so to speak, is saying something. And that puts a lot of pressure on their next release, even more so. 
compared to Lisa because Lisa already had the industry. She was an industry veteran, like you were saying. She was in with the anime community. Yasobi has a difficult time because they were, they're from the internet age, so to speak. Yep. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out because I really think one of the things that has really helped maintain Lisa is that fan base. And and even even though Yasobi's got a, a fan base, it's a lot smaller. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out moving forward. Oh, yeah. I, I think it'll be very interesting to see how see what they release next. And I don't know if they're going to be able to top this. However, I still have faith that their next song is still going to hit it pretty big. You know, it's very interesting. Technically, they already released their bigger hit or their more recent song. It's just that Yaso or Yoru ni Kakeru ended up lasting longer that, than that previous track because they released one in March. I'm like I'm blanking on the name. It's been so long and it's been out of sight, out of mind, so to speak. But Yoru ni Kakeru's been just dwarfing everything. And it was kind of like that with Lisa, too, because. After Garenge, she released, what, one or two more singles before Homura? And it mm-hmm. didn't last a candle. But we'll see. I mean... And I'm that happened with Aimeon as well. If you look at how many times Med- Medigold popped up compared to, you know, all the other singles. So I feel like there's always that one song that no matter what, it's just going to pop back up. Yeah. And yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I'm looking forward to their next release regardless. But anyway, Yoruni Kakeru sold a lovely 23,916 points. And going on up, it is Gorenge by Lisa once again. Yaiba isn't really helping anything with this, <laughs> slowing this down. But regardless, this week it sold a lovely 32,131 points here. And going on up to number five, it is Dynamite by BTS. Now, this is very interesting. This is the lowest we've seen Dynamite hit in a long time. And who knows? Who knows well where it'll be next week, but we shall see. Regardless, Dynamite sold a lovely thirty-three thousand two hundred and seventy points here. And going on up to number four, it is Nambitomo by Last Idol. Now, this was very interesting. Personally, the song was meh. I'm, I'm just going to kind of go out there. But I want to talk about one thing, specifically with you, Gray. What you want to talk about? Exit, exit the part, the beginning, like 20 or so seconds to the music video. Were you able to watch the music? No, I listened to everything on Apple Music. I did not watch the music video itself. I watched it. Where, where they filmed, that quarry is where they filmed for Tokusatsu. Oh, that's where they film for Sentai. That's where they film for Rider. For any time they have a big quarry battle, that's where they they have it. I, I know, I know the quarry you're talking about. <laughs> I'm very familiar with it. Yes. Yeah. So it's very interesting that they were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna have swords and fire and all over the place in this empty quarry." And I'm like, you know, it's like that certain pool. If people are if people are noticing in the Japanese media that knows what a certain pool is it's kind of like that where you see the pool or you see that quarry and you kind of know oh yeah i know what's what's been filmed there kind of thing it's very interesting to kind of see well 
What do you guys think about this song? I personally wasn't a fan of it, but that's because Lost Idol has been kind of regressing as of late. But For me, it was a miss. And they're a group that is hit or miss for me in general. I don't even remember the last hit for me. I, I thought the B-sides were better than the lead track. The lead track just felt something was off for me. The vocals were eh. The composition was eh. I think the the reason I enjoyed the B-sides is because composition and vocally wise, it was way better. Like the girls sound better in harmony. I, It's just their main tracks, they just go so idle-ish and it's not them. And I feel like they don't have the right people up front also with the tracks. So, and that's how none... Non uh, Beetle felt Beetle Non Beetle felt for me. I liked the music video because it was fun. The swords and the fire and the you know just the art artisticness of it I thought was fun. You know it felt like you were in a samurai sci-fi movie. You know which hence the tokusatsu sentai type things. So I enjoyed that, but I didn't care for the the song as much. I, I thought the song was like really forgettable, like just absolutely bare bones, straight of the line. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing memorable about this thing. Yeah, nope. And like, if you were to ask me what was the song about, I wouldn't be able I, to tell you, man. <laughs> no, nope. I, I, I can't even to recall it twice, the, and I can't remember. Like I can't even recall the melody of this thing, and I'm like, and I know I listened to it, and, and I'm like, it's not terrible per se but it's just so middle of the road it's it like bad songs are more memorable but i mean when you're this basic it's just i don't know it's something uh, that's very interesting they haven't for me personally last idol hasn't gotten that everything since every everything will be all right from then from after that single on from i think it was um Aishika Sekika Nai, I think that was it. It was their fifth single or something like that. Right around there, they've been kind of doing this, just going through the motions. They, Akimoto does not know what to do with this group. And yeah, it's, it's pretty obvious. It's pretty freaking obvious that he doesn't know what to do with this group. Like you had, you had tracks like like when me and you Luna talked about La Luz, which is the subgroup of last idol and that was their fourth single we're like yes this was great i love it when they're broken apart into subgroups like this and they are able to be concise of what members are taking over what parts if they're doing like akb nmb this kind of thing where they kind of don't know who is their main hitter so to speak that's another thing too if you were asked me what members are in Last Idol, unfortunately, I wouldn't be able to tell you because there's no one that stands out to me. And that's sad. That's sad. I mean, even with, like, if you were to tell me two years ago for NMB or for Nogizaka, of course, you got Mai Shirashi, the person that comes to mind towards that group. And you got um, Yudinag for and for Noki or not Nokizaka for Kiyakizaka. Do you obviously think of them with this group, but with Last Idol, I can't think of a single member that kinda stands out to me. And that's sad for me. 
No, I feel the same way. Like the when they're a whole group, they don't stand out and they don't utilize the members that are talented in the correct way. And because of that, I don't know any of the members either. And I feel like that's a big miss for them. They're just not utilizing each member to their potential. And like, you know, their subgroups, I've liked their subgroups. It's just them as a whole. I feel like they don't know what to do with what they have. Yeah, it, it, the, the beat. And if you listen to this, because the, the single itself is four tracks and the other three tracks are really, really good. But, uh, you know, the, the lead track, the one that, you know, gets played on the radio, like it's like, it's just hurting it. And it's like what you guys said, it doesn't feel like they're utilizing the members correctly and playing to their strengths a lot. So, you know, it, it just kind of all blends in into the, into the void, so to speak. And, you know, they'd be better off figuring out, you know, who's good at what and how to play into each other's strengths and, and make a more cohesive sound, but they're not doing that. So I don't know what to say, but yeah, uh, no, I am. No. I, I, I completely understand regardless. Yeah. It's, it's, I, it's I will say I'm watching the music video muted and yeah, I can definitely see the rock quarry. I'm like, oh, I've seen that rock. I've seen every angle of that rock quarry. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so I mean, it's, it's interesting and I, I don't know what Akimoto wants to do with this group. It's, it's, it's sad because I don't want to feel like, like them with, for this group. It, but it's been four singles with them just kind of going middle of the road, idle stuff. They don't have a real, I guess, dream or point that they want to make. And it's sad. I mean, I, I, I don't want to put a group like that from a guy that is reinvented the Japanese music industry for idols. I don't want to say that about Akimoto, but... It's it's like he's trying. I don't know what he's doing with this group. I really don't. Well, and it'd be one thing if they had like a unique sound or style. Say like if they were doing like some sort of like I don't know jazz compilation. I'm just throwing stuff out there. But I mean, it's the same old poppy stuff that's been done a million times before. And you know, in 2020, there, there's groups like this. They're dime a dozen, and yeah. you, you've really got to stand out. Yeah, yeah, my point exactly. How oh, finally you finally understand what I'm talking about, idols? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that well, I will say 2020 has been a really bad year for idols. Like they just, yeah. they just, all of them have kind of went off the face of the planet. So, yeah, and it, it's sad, but like, like I said, I don't know what what's gonna happen here. I don't know what's last idols still gonna con continue on because they haven't said anything. But we'll see. What's going to happen? But I, I'm kind of fearful from Akimoto's legacy, so to speak, of what the hell he's trying to do with all these groups. Because he has this. He has 7th of 22nd also. And that 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 group all in and of itself kind of proved itself overall. But it took a while for me to get that proof, that, that point. But uh, I think... He has that, and then he has the 46 and the 48s. He he had to regain regain control with the 48s because of what's what's going on with that. But regardless, 
Nan Bitomo sold a lovely 77,437 points. And going on up it is Akashia and Gravity by Bump of Chicken. Now this is the physical release of these. We have dealt in, dealt with these multiple times in the past because they did the digital part and the streaming part. Now I got to re-listen to it mostly because I got beaten over the head with the Pokemon stuff from this. And I, I still really enjoy this. The physical release obviously so gangbusters regardless. I think this is an, another this well, what is this? That the second or fourth time it's like a handful of times where all three hit over a hundred thousand total sales and it's it's so much it's so interesting to kind of see that kind of bounce up but akashia and gravity sold 100,573 points and continuing on up it is homora by lisa at number two so it's very interesting that she took number two this way but i think it's only going to be for one week <laughs> regardless homora sold a lovely 113,092 points and going on up to number one not found by sexy zone and as the name implies personally i don't think this was sexy zone and i don't think they weren't found at all in this song <laughs> but that's just me what do you guys think about this track so i wanted to like it but i just couldn't and but then again, so sexy zone is always hit or miss for me, and it's either I love it or I'm just like mm, not just quite there, and that's how I felt about not found. It it started out okay, and then I lost interest, and I don't even think we I got to the chorus before I lost interest. I don't know what it was about this track, and I tried to listen to it more than once to figure out why I didn't care for it. I, I just feel it just didn't mesh well with me. I don't know if it was the vocals, the composition, just how the song was set. I It just wasn't for me. Yeah, I, I think this song is really aptly titled as being not found because there's something missing in this song. And I can't put my finger on it because you have this really great opening with the trumpets and it's got this jazz feel to it. But the song in the end just doesn't come together as a whole. And it just sounds, I, I don't know, like it just kind of falls apart and it just becomes like this generic song. And I really, really wanted to like it. I've listened to this song twice now and there's things about it that are likable, but there's nothing outstanding about it other than the intro. And I, like, I think the guys, they did a really good job and, you know, I've really come around on sexy zone i've liked a lot of their latest stuff that they've been putting out so i was really looking forward to listening to not found and not found just really just disappointed me i just didn't it just didn't sound like i don't know it just sounded like it was missing something and i can't put my finger on it so it, I, it sounds like they they weren't into it i don't i don't want to say that yeah. but it, it it's kind of sounds that way it, it, it really does. Uh, also, like the jazzy feel, which the song starts heavy in, does kind of fade away as the as the song progresses. And maybe if they'd kept like that jazz feel throughout the whole song, maybe it would have been maybe it'd be a lot stronger. Because like looking back on it, like the only time you ever hear like that, the trumpets are that intro 
and then you know once the intro is done and the synthesizer kicks in and all that it just it just becomes a regular track so maybe maybe that's what it is like they maybe they set us up for something that the song was never meant to be with that intro for me personally like I was listening to it, and I wasn't sold on the song, regardless. Like, when I was listening to it, I was like, all right, it has has that jazz feel. Uh, I don't know, because it's not matching everything. Because I knew something was off just off the get-go of the track. When I was listening to it, I was like, hmm, something doesn't seem right. And then when I got to the chorus, and I was like, yeah, no. It, it feels like how they m- made this song was just different personally but for me it sounds like they lost it halfway through the song and they just never regained that momentum they never found it once they lost it yeah once they once they once they lost it they couldn't pick it back up again kind of thing and which is sad because i know 60 zone is a great group i know they can do very well but it's it's kind of sad that this happened specifically for a song that sold fairly well yeah, it, I mean it sold fantastic, and and I mean the sexy zone fans—they come out of the woodworks uh, for their group, which I appreciate. But regardless, not found sold a lovely two hundred and forty-four thousand and twenty-one copies because it was CD only. Because Johnny's, but let's continue on to the albums here, and it was very interesting to kind of see everything here. This was a very variety style which i don't mind at all number 10 is the very best of Flipside 2009 to 2020 i love Flipside, and i would love to get this a hold if it wasn't for the certain situation that i'm in right now but i love this but took number 10 you got leo nine at number nine ha 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 you got Odeno request uh, by Juju at number eight you got straight sheep at number seven so yeah straight sheep is gonna get this no doubt gonna get yeah, it's going to get album of the year. Oh, sold. no doubt. It's still selling very well. Unless Odyssey can re- keep up the sales for its album, I don't know what's going to happen. But Stray Sheep is probably going to win album, best album, or best sold overall. And then you got Ai Oshirazuni Maho Oskawanai by Macaroni and Pizzu at number six. So good job on them. We've been kind of cheering for them in the background here. Mm-hmm. You got I'm glad number to see 40, them on 40 by Exile Atsushi at number five here. So good, good on them. Good on Atsushi because he just left the group. So, <laughs> but. After that, you got Semicolon Special Album by Seventeen, which is the repackaged version. You got Eyes Wide Open Twice, Volume 2 by Twice. You got All In by Stray Kids, which is good. Stray Kids has been kind of killing it as of late. And at number one, it is This Is Arashi by Obviously Arashi. At a bombastic 699,791 copies because it was CD only. But yeah, with that... I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ungakadu. You can find us on all the social media networks on Twitter and Instagram at Ungakadu. You can find us on our website at Ungakadu.com. You can also find us on our YouTube channel where we also post our lovely show if you don't want to use the podcast streaming services. You can also check out our affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer that does all the retro 
and lovely horror games here. He does a lot of interesting horror games. Right now he's in the middle of his modern week. So he was doing Alan Wake and he wasn't enjoying that game all so much. He was enjoying Saul and that, that game is a jank game. But you can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out our affiliate TimberTaff who is a variety streamer in and of himself, and he was having fun with the lovely Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. And, uh, like, I'm getting, like, spoiled every single time I watch that because I have I never played Majora's, but it's, it's interesting. But you can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out your sister, Luna Rose, who does all the lovely things with Minecraft and... Dark Souls and Monster Hunter World, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes. But yeah, you can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also lastly check out our affiliate, Fangirl Has No Name, who is a variety streamer in and of herself. And she's also going through Zelda right now. The last I remember, she was going through Ocarina of Time. She said she wants to just have a good old time with that. But you can check out her stream at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. And you can also check out the podcast that I do with Lou, Fangirl, and Timber called Podasaurus. This week, as we say goodbye to the current gen consoles, we talked about our favorite game of the generation so that was a huge lovely sort of debate between the four of us especially Lou because he didn't rec- no one knew any of the games that I was talking about which is really funny because they're all they're all like retro streamers so they don't keep up with modern games so they never knew oh that game came out oh yeah I forgot that game came out there's a lot of that going on in this week's stream but yeah you can check it out by looking up Koryu Hunter same as his twitch handle across all podcast media services and you'll find it at under there you can follow me on twitter at otyken1 where i talk about bang dream aina aiba more bang dream the nfl bang dream the lovely playstation 5 because i just got that and more bang dream where can we find you luna you can find me on a couple social media services such as Letterboxd, my anime list, Anime Planet, and Twitter at LunaMaria87. And you can find me on Instagram as NerdyCollectorLuna, where I tweet about or write about movies, anime, cats, more anime, cats, cats, and what I'm listening to. And you, Gray. You can find me on Twitter at Ongaku Gray, where I tweet about it. It's turned into a common writer feed. So if you're a fan of common writer, uh, follow me there. And I'm always happy to talk common writer. So just follow me there. With that, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ongaku to You. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. Thank you so much for listening to tonight's episode. This is Luna saying have a great rest of your week. Ja matane. And this is Gray. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll be right back here next week. Bye bye.